This is Sir the Baptist, and you're listening to WGN Plus with Artistic License. Now, Chicago singer Sir the Baptist can be heard on Chance the Rapper and the Social Experiment Surf album. He recently took the stage with them at Pitchfork. But the new artist is also making a name for himself with his first single, Raise Hell, that premiered on BET.com. This is an artist out of Chicago named Sir the Baptist. And what caught my attention about Sir the Baptist was it was a, a social component mixed with a church element. Hip hop is still young, and there's you know a lot of elements that that still haven't been fully brought out yet. And while you have the Lecrae's of the world, you know breaking ground on that end, I think his success is gonna is gonna inspire a whole new generation of folks that have a religious message of sort. Raise hell, yo. What just happened right there? Hey guys, welcome to Artistic License. This is your host, Rachel Woodall. Today I'd like to welcome to the studio recording artist, social activist, and preacher's kid, Sir the Baptist. Tell me the story behind this project. So, um, preacher's kid. I'm a preacher's kid. I was born to a preacher that was born in 1924 and migrated to the, during the Great Migration with Nat King Cole, Louis Armstrong, Muddy Waters, and a few other great people. Um, he became a preacher, a pastor. He's got a street named after him in my neighborhood that I grew up in, Bronzeville. And, um... Yeah, so growing up, I listened to gospel music and was in a choir and did all of this sort of stuff that if your dad um, members weren't there, you had to pick up their jobs. So whether it was sweeping, playing the piano, drums or anything or singing, you had to do that. And then, um, yeah, so then my dad died when I was 11 and I started listening to hip hop because that's the, um, at that rebellious stage. And, right. you know, I started listening to hip hop and that gospel followed me along with this hip hop. So no matter what I listened to, the gospel was still there to listen to gospel music and the chord progressions. And no matter how much I wanted to be a rapper, I still had to go to church with my mom. (laughs) 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 So, so this is, this is, this is after a while, Sir the Baptist is born. And, and that's when I take on this opportunity to address my life Mm -hmm. in the more realism realistic way you know instead of um instead of just becoming a gospel hip-hop rapper or something weird um I, I decided to just be as honest as possible and that honesty some people would call it sacrilegious but it's just me being honest me being a preacher's kid mm-hmm. and growing up listening to rap and gospel okay and that's an urban hymn and that's, that's an urban hymn music yeah yeah so right. they're urban hymns because my dad would listen to hymns and um hymns are different from kurt franklin or anything like that right hymns right. are uh, that of uh, negro spirituals that of the music the migration music that they were sing they were singing you know um so it's a mixture between that and urban rap 
And that's how Preacher's Kid, the album, was birthed. So you're from Bronzeville, mm-hmm. um, Chicago. What makes the music and hip hop community in Chicago so special? And how do you hear that in your music? I think I think out, out of hearing it in all of our music, all the artists that come from Chicago, me, Chance, Vic, um, uh, just a bunch of people, um, it comes from your influence. And you can see where the parents were. You know, my mm-hmm. dad in Bronzeville, you can tell that, you know, Nat King Cole, Louis Armstrong, Muddy Waters, all of these people who created um, big band music, jazz, swing music, um, blues, Muddy Waters has his own street. My dad has his own street. They're like six streets away from each other or something like that. Um, so it's it's it influences our music so much so to where it's the texture in our voice, the mm-hmm. choice of lyric, the choice of chord progressions. Like it really influences us. And I think your music should influence you wherever you come from. Your art is where you come from. You mm-hmm. know, so many times as it's almost like if you're a painter that you're your 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 paint your paint should follow your bloodline it should be where you come from it should be um uh, your your ancestors it should reflect your story instead of just being a piece of you know something of pop uh top 40 so the 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 most important thing that i say that that gives chicago its sound is i have a friend that says the reason why L.A. don't sound like Chicago is because it don't have the, the change in the weathers, in the weather. It doesn't. It, okay. Because, see, we have days when we wake up and it's hot. Mm-hmm. We feel great. Then we have days when it's cold and you want to be close to someone. Or you have days when it's rainy and you really don't feel, like, really up to it. We have all these different days and we can create within all of these different days and it create different sounds it creates different ideas, all of that sort of stuff. So um, that's another piece that's that's a part of Chicago. You're always collaborating. Tell me about church people. Tell me about that community mm-hmm. that you work with. Well, I hope to build a community that's multicultural, um, people. I want to bring together people. Um, I think one of the pieces that we forget is that we need to relate to people. And in order to relate to people, we have to be ourselves. So if you look at church people, it has a bunch of people mm-hmm. in it. You know, I'm not looking for anybody to grab a a different name. I don't want them to have an alter ego or anything like this. I want them to be themselves. Right. So I have a I have a guy when when I um because church people is an artist collective of all different art Mm -hmm. um everybody. So when I when I build these people, because one thing that a lot of people don't know is I'm I'm not the greatest singer. I don't think so. I'm not the greatest rapper. I don't think so. I'm the greatest guy at pulling the pieces together. 
So when I when I look at church people, the number one thing I want to focus on is people building. You know, mm-hmm. I want to build people. It's just like how we connected and how long ago that was. And now it's connecting in this sort of way and we can build each other. Yeah. You know, so I think it's in people building. So when you look at church people, it's people that have their lives and their sort of pushing these things that they would want to see in the world through their lives and their story. Mm-hmm. So example would be Lady Chris. Um, she's gay and she's totally, you know, open mm-hmm. and okay with it. And she's when, super cool. And she's talented. super cool. She's super talented. <laughs> she's amazing to see. She's amazing to hear, mm-hmm. you know, and she has this amazing story of uh, growing up in a church, her dad being a pastor, Ooh. singing, finding out that she wanted to be gay, embracing that, and then being pushed to be homeless because of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you have Theory, um, um, American veteran who went off to war, worked, came back, had kids here, and now trying to move past the post-traumatic stress of of what it's like to be in the army and come back and not be serviced right by the American people mm-hmm. or, or the American, you know, construct. Um, and then you have Jack Red, who's a married guy, and he can give you the story behind what it's like to be married and this, 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 and that. You have mm-hmm. Ebony Elise, who's, she's here, and she's she can tell you, like, hey, this is how you move past and heal your 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 inner child. She lost her mother when she was very young. You know, you have all of these different people in there. You know, Nikki, who deal with, with embracing her culture and, and like saying, like, hey, let's stop trying to be commercial beautiful. Let's just be beautiful. So these these people, I hope to build people. Right. And that's what church people is. It's a lot of people coming together and saying, hey, you know what? Let's do something great, but let's connect people by common things, you know. Common, they're, they're what I call the common legends. Common people with legendary stories. Oh, that's beautiful. with other artists on your songs at your shows one because when people come and see you they just don't want to just see you they don't want to follow you across the stage all day and you know to their head hurt and they're dizzy when they leave you know there's something missing in performance Mm -hmm. especially on the local level and then and then a little bit above that especially in hip-hop there's something missing there and the piece is there's a cultural piece that church people and, and uh, bringing people on stage and stuff like that, it it brings to the table. Yeah. I, I saw um, J. Cole over the summer, which was amazing. But mm-hmm. he was 
it was amazing musically, but he just kind of sat in the middle of the stage the whole time, which worked and was cool. But it's such a um, not entertaining it's such thing a to contrast see. Contrast, yeah. To like the last time I saw you, there were like eighteen people up there, and yeah. it was so and, much to look at. And I don't want to, I don't want to put anybody down. I just want to more so, you know, oh, I'm just tell you them know? that they need to, you know, they need Either to consider, way. consider that people just don't want to see you. You know, consider that when people come to see you or when people fall in love with who you are as an artist, they should fall in love with a cultural culture, you know, mm-hmm. fall in love with a, uh, with a bunch of people. Just just so that when you're tired of me, you can take a break and look at somebody else or enjoy <laughs> somebody else or enjoy the person next to you, you know. If everybody ain't and everybody's shoes. Then who would live to tell it? I mean, who could you tell it to? Cause everybody had the guts to aim and shoot. But who would be the model? Let someone wake up to the truth. Wake up. He aims for the guy that aims for the sky. Let's pray, don't shoot. That it ricochet instead of split his fade light like park off juice. More blacks are tied to a black man gone than a white man news. And if that's not the truth, <laughs> then they'll wait for the proof. We gotta wake up. We gotta wake you, you up. You can't spend your time on earth just creating something because you want to be cool. You have to use your art for the higher call because there's so many questions out there that you're not supposed to give the answers to, but you're supposed to at least reflect that question with some realism. You know, we can talk about uh, a white man killing a black kid or a white cop killing a black kid, but we we rarely talk about black-on-black crime. And when we do, we don't really address it for what it really is. And when we do... We, we address it for a little bit to protest, to do this, to, to raise awareness, and mm-hmm. then we step away. That's why I refuse to, uh, to protest when everybody else protests. I like, like to right protest. Now. Yeah, right. <laughs> right now, I will stay in the house. That's I'm interesting. Not, not interested. Yeah. Because everybody else is doing it for the media. Because it's important to keep doing it all the time. Right. So when I did keep wake consistent. up, there was nothing happening. It was just a Sunday, and then when everything happened, I got quiet. And I, I even saw a lot of people get arrested. And, mm-hmm. and just think about this. While you're protesting for things to grow, you got arrested, so now you can't vote. So do you think that's another way that music is such a powerful art and such a powerful tool because you can protest in a way that sticks? Yeah. And it's not going to get you arrested? Or right, right, right. And, and that's, another, that's another thing. You know, I had some people call me A&R, specifically Riggs. He was like, hey, man. I really love what you're doing, and and I understand you want to go out there and you know protest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Do it through your music, you know. Yeah. Um. But I, I go out there and protest when they're when it isn't, you know, when when it's just a regular day, and I like to call them just peaceful parades. Right. Yeah. Which... Just remi- reminding them, hey, let's stay focused. Hey, what's today's not a today's just a normal day. But think about this because it's it's coming. There's a storm coming. If we try, what is the main message you're trying to get out with your music? Yeah. So 
I believe the main message is to um, answer to the call of these things that are untapped, the these places that are untouched. And I didn't plan to. This is not a marketing strategy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to be me. And in being me, I'm constantly being revealed to like, hey, you know what? This is this is actually what people need. You know, it's it, these these different pieces is is actually what people need. So I think it's it's to bring some realism to um, because I am going to go gospel. I'm going to label this gospel, you know, so um, with that, it's to it's to really bring some realism to it. forgotten that we're supposed to take Jesus in places where people wouldn't necessarily know he'll show up to. For example, he would show up and um, in the midst of a party, the wine runs out. And instead of being Jesus that come to the party and go, you shouldn't be drinking. He makes more wine he makes out of more water. Wine out of water. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, you know? Oh, wait. There's a prostitute. And she's getting stoned. She's a thought. You know? <laughs> she's getting stoned. <laughs> she's getting she's getting stoned. Right? And what happens? He draws a line and says, come on my side. So I think there, the piece here is that we're, we're so... Uh, this music is so spiritual. But it's not connecting to everyday people. So that's the whole goal here. You know, the whole goal is to push this culture forward. Because mm-hmm. it's very stagnant right now. And it's losing people. Right. Example would be um, gospel gospel charts. To, ch- to top gospel charts on Billboard, guess how many records you have to sell? I don't even want to guess. I have no idea. Probably not a lot. Right, ten thousand. Oh, um, that's if Kurt Franklin is on that year. Okay. If he's not, it's probably like five. Guess the last time when gospel artist, gospel, a gospel artist was number one on Billboard in the past forty-five, fifty years. Never. Never. Wow, <laughs> I got it right. Sad, <laughs> but I got it right. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, so there's some growing, there's some growing that has to be done. And I think for some crazy reason, being silly uh, and just messing around, I ran across my purpose. Thank you to Sir the Baptist. Visit SirTheBaptist.com for more. And for more artistic license, don't forget to check out our brand new website, artisticlicensepodcast.com. And as always, you can find all of our episodes on WGN+. Thanks to WGN, Hard Times Productions, my partner Tim O'Bully, and you for listening. Until next time, I'm Rachel Woodall. Back